everybody, welcome to the Champions League final preview here on the Tender Football Podcast. I'm your host, Axel, joined by my co-host, Kais. What is going on, man, today, tonight? Hey, man, everything is good. Kind of tired, but... Yes, same here. Just got off work. We're recording a little bit later than usual. Um, Mm -hmm. This podcast, you're probably going to be listening to it on Friday. It's going to be released the night towards Friday, so the day before the Champions League final. Pretty much that's the main thing we're going to cover this episode. This is going to be that final. Um, But obviously, as you know, we also have a lot of crazy transfer stuff to get into. Uh, But I guess we'll start with the final. That's mostly what we're here for, the Champions League final preview. We did one last year, uh, and then after the final, we'll have the kind of review of the final. So... Um, we'll start there and then we'll get into all the other craziness afterwards. So let's jump straight into it, man. Manchester City obviously beat us in the FA Cup final. Um, sadly for us, that was a winnable game, but it didn't happen. Um, and yeah, now they yeah, have the but chance you for did, trouble. You did display, yeah, but you did display a good match. Like you played a good match, although like at the first 13 seconds you had the goal, but yeah, yeah you man. did not lose like the match then you actually scored afterwards and then you tried so yeah I, I wouldn't get angry about it I would say yeah and to be honest City weren't that good that's kind of what annoyed me they weren't at that Real Madrid level they weren't that good at all like that was a winnable no. game obviously two kind of crazy goals that they score obviously the first one is mm-hmm. beautiful but after 13 seconds it's ridiculous and then the second one yeah. is shouldn't go in really um, mm-hmm. But it does. So, on another day, I think we definitely win that game. We almost should have won that game, to be honest. Uh, City weren't that dominant. And uh, that should be a lit. I think that game, low-key, should be a little bit of a uh, warning sign for City out of this final. Because if they put in another performance like that, I do think Inter have mm-hmm. the defensive stability to... Uh, defend that and they always have the ability mm-hmm. to score a goal they have quality in every position so whilst they do st- still go in a massive favorite city i do think they have to watch out to not make another performance like that because then it's a 50 50 in my opinion yeah i well i mean no matter what it's not gonna be 50 50 let's be honest uh, i think if they are bad it's gonna be 60 40 but 60-40 is dangerous, especially in front of a team like Inter Milan. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's kind of easy to underestimate Inter, to be honest. But they have a yeah. lot of good players. Yeah. So, I think it's um, it's really dangerous. It's really... Um, uh, like the way they played against Manchester United made me like rethink everything. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Yeah. Why being this this bad? You know?" Yeah. Um. Uh, the thing is, Manchester United, I think, is kind of a little bit better than um, Inter, and I think the mentality it's an FA Cup. I think it's gonna be completely different. I don't think they're gonna go in into that match in the same manner because. It's just Pip is not going to do it, you know? Like, Pip is going to be up their ass. Um, you think they're going to be more intense? 
in the final. Yeah, I think I okay. think in the first twenty minutes we might see something similar to what they did in front of Real Madrid. Mm. Although I have to say what they did in front of Real Madrid, they, they were playing in Etihad. Yeah, and yeah, you did say that before the Africa final. That was a very interesting point. That all these dominant performances that we have seen from them has were, been at the Etihad. Yeah, yeah. So that is very true. Like, don't don't get me wrong. I respect them. I think they are fucking amazing, and I think they are dominant. But best their best performance was always at the Etihad. So Inter is always surprising. They finished their season in a very good standing. And they did not, you know, lose matches or anything. In fact, they appeared really, really good. Um, yeah. So I, I, I really don't know. Yeah, I mean, yes. City are the big favorites. Um, honestly, I'm more I mean, confident now after the FA Cup final, even though City won. The thing is that could happen is that like City just go out and just smash them. Which can definitely happen, considering... Yeah, but the thing is, I, th I think if they try to pull what they did against Real Madrid and enter by some miracle scores, and they can score, like, don't get me wrong, they yeah. can score from... Yeah, we saw that against, uh, against AC yeah. Milan. Yeah, so they can score from a very weird chance, let's say. Yeah. If that happens, it's over. Yeah, you know, and I think Pip does not want that to happen. So I think what what he's gonna do is gonna be more balanced. Like he's gonna attack, obviously, but it's gonna be a more balanced attack. That being said, if they score a goal in the first fifteen minutes, I think it's over for them. Like I think they can win it. Yeah, definitely. If they score in the first fifteen, if they score in the final, I think, yeah, I agree. Although, yeah, although I do think. This game, after like looking at it, looking at the players, looking at the teams, I do think this game will be closer than a lot of people think. Uh, that's oh, yeah, just yeah, yeah. that's well, just I, like I think I, it's gonna be four zero. Yeah, like did you see the guy who already got the treble tattoo? Treble your... tattoo? Yeah, a city fan. He tattooed. <laughs> yeah, it's, I hope it's it's uh, <laughs> the thing is. Whenever I see ridiculous shit being do done like that, I'm like, don't do it. Yeah. Because usually, once it gets to the internet uh, and your team loses, it's gonna, you're never gonna hear the end of it. No, no. <laughs> so, yeah, no. He got it all over his thigh. So, no, all over his, uh, it was his uh, quad, I think. His calf. It was yeah, his calf. It's calf. No, yeah. it was his calf. I saw it, was it yeah. Calf. Yeah, but uh, that is brave. Um, and, I mean, it kind of encapsulates how I think football fans in general feel about this final. I think most people are going to yeah. think it's going to be quite like a really easy game for City. I mean, I mean, if you know how good City is and you're not watching every match they play, you're not actually that connected to the world of football, you would think the same. But yeah. the thing is, we saw... And we drew comparisons, we looked at different matches, we watched a lot of matches of that team playing, so we understand the difference. We saw them being good, being great, and being bad. So we understand. Yeah. But the edge that City have, of course, is they do have ridiculous footballers, man. 
they have the difference maker. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but not the main team, like the team, what do you call it uh, in English? Um, the people that uh, do not start. The substitutes. Like the bench. The substitutes, the bench, yeah, the bench. Yeah. The bench, I'm sorry, but the bench is better than Inter. It's a lot better. <laughs> team. Fuck, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, I don't doubt, like, I mean, honestly, it would be fair if Manchester City wins it. I know it's not good for you since you're Manchester United fan. I'll be pissed. I'm not going to But, I mean, to be fair, for the past five years, they at least deserved it twice. Yeah. Yeah, they are ridiculous. So, they should win. I mean, last season, I mean, we won. Madrid won. Yeah. But let's be honest, we don't fucking deserve it. I mean, we were dominated for basically what? <laughs> <laughs> 120 Fucking. minutes yeah. the, the thing is few minutes and brilliance of Madrid players and scoring out of dead balls you know and scoring yeah. goals yeah. we won uh, yeah and obviously before that you had you know everyone expected City to win it then but then Chelsea won surprisingly in the final so they've been close yeah. as hell they've been yeah. really fucking close and now they have yeah chance to finally do it for the third time and I don't think they shouldn't mess it up like if they mess it up again it's kind of crazy um, yeah. like this game is the biggest game in their history no fucking doubt about it it's the biggest mm -hmm. game City has ever played um, and yeah it's that can mean that can be both good and bad for them like we have seen them obviously crumble under that pressure before, as I yeah. mentioned, against Chelsea two years ago. Well, I mean, it wasn't... Okay, it wasn't the pressure. I think against Chelsea a few years ago, it was more of a... They played in a new plan, and he played without a number six, if I recall correctly. Yeah, he did and some fucked up shit. He, he overthought. Yeah, like he, he just... yeah, he overthought. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. So, like, uh, was this yeah, but season he promised not to overthink. Yeah, and this season his <laughs> no. overthinking has worked. Like putting stones into the no. midfield has been brilliant. Yeah, but it was not overthinking. It's, All right, so overthinking it's overthinking, bro. Something like, well, true. Like, I mean, he did a, a very calculated gamble, but the thing is, he did not try it for the first time in a fucking final. No, no, no. true. true. Uh, we are talking about the final. Like yeah. even in front of Madrid, like the thing is, the, the great thing about Pip is that before uh, the second match, against, second leg against Madrid this season, he said, I have an idea and I promise you it's not overthinking. I'm not going to overthink about it. And the idea was great, yeah. which was basically making Gondogan and uh, who's the other one? Fuck. Midfield. Silva. Silva. Yeah, yeah Bernardo Silva and Gondogan trading uh, positions sometimes to make it more fluid at the attack mm. basically exposing uh, the exposing some gaps where the attack can use use it which Bernardo Silva scored two goals from these mistakes like yeah. two goals yeah and so also the thing where they use he uses Kevin De Bruyne as almost like a false winger he almost like Bernardo Silva has the ball De Bruyne overlaps to the wing and then yeah. like it creates for the fullback. He gets to deal with both Fernando Silva and De Bruyne, 
just isolates yeah. the players and create gaps. Like, it's very fucking hard to defend against. And then when you got a player yeah, like yeah. Erling Haaland in the fucking middle, anything you put into the box is dangerous. So, it's like... I mean, they were dominant, unstoppable. And I think... Yeah. The thing is, I want them to win it because I think it's an obsession for Manchester City. And if they win it, they will chill down. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> hope know. so. Yeah. Fuck. Um, I mean, the thing is, if the team wins everything this season, rarely they win anything next month. You know? Yeah, yeah we'll see. I think uh, only, it's, yeah, it's, it's hard I to keep only, up that performance, to be honest. It's hard, win. and the thing is, he's losing Gondogan now, it seems. Yeah. And let's be honest, Gondogan was a huge player. So fucking getting, important. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so, exactly. So, not only that, I mean... The players, after winning three leagues back to back and doing the treble this year, which if they do it, most probably is going to do the sixth treble, sixth treble, whatever they say it. Yeah. I think next season they're not going to be in the same enthusiasm as is it now. Like I think they're still going to win. You know, it's just they're not going to win everything. There is no team in history that won that triple or the six and maintain it for two seasons in a row not Bayern München, not Barca not Real Madrid Real Madrid never won the six but he won five and the next season he only won one yeah. um, not Manchester United no so I think if they win everything this season, next season they might let you guys have a chance with the Europe, with the Premier League yeah man <laughs> finally yeah, to be honest though, like I would, is, yeah, I would just not want them to win. Still, I would rather have them fucking keep being obsessed about it. I just, I just don't want it to happen, bro. I just don't well, want true. the trouble to happen, bro. Damn. Well, I am pissed. We had the chance to fucking stop it as well, and we fucked it up. Just because well, De Gea has is, bad so, reflexes. God damn it. I mean, okay, fair. <laughs> Oh man, God, bro, I'm gonna be so fucking mad after Sunday or after Saturday, bro. Cause, I mean, I will be full on Inter fan, of course. Always loved Inter. I'm pretty sure I said like three episodes ago that I prefer Milan, but still. Yes. <laughs> well, the thing is, if Milan got to the final, Milan is gonna fucking lose. Bro, Milan would have gotten fucked. So I'm, I'm happy it's Inter. To be honest, I also think Napoli would have probably gotten fucked by City. So I'm actually, I actually think out of all the teams that could have got to the final on that side, I do think Inter have like the best chance of winning because they just are really solid defensively. They have Bastoni, he's amazing. They got like a lot of experience. They got a lot. They're good on the counter, even though they don't have any quick players. I don't know how that works, but it does. So. Mm-hmm. I, I do think out of all the teams, Inter have the best chance, and now they're here, and now they have to do it. They have one job to fuck up that guy's tattoo. And, uh, yeah. You think they have a chance? I, I think they like, do. Forget, for, forget, like, forget the hope? Yeah, yeah, I'm forgetting the hope. I actually think I see a world where Inter can do it. Well, I see a world where Inter can do it too. Yeah, you know, 
obviously, obviously City are favorites, and if I have to put money on it, I would say uh, City, of course. But I don't mm-hmm. think I. I would say I, the, th- the thing is I can't really agree with you. I don't know why. I like every, like every logical thing in my mind says Manchester City is gonna win, but there's something in me that says uh, I'm not so sure. Yeah, because just look at the players that Inter have. Like they have Bastoni. He, him on Holland, that he could, he could do big things against Holland, man. And like they have they they have a three. They run a three at the back, so the balls into the box. They got multiple defenders that can deal with Holland and like uh, inverted runs from Gundogan and stuff. They they have a lot of personnel there that can deal with that. And then going forward, they have massive routine in Checo who was brilliant against Milan, scored that goal in the corner, was ridiculous. And then they have the mm-hmm. midfielders that can always pick out a pass. Um, they can break down that City defense with a counterattack. They got Denzel mm-hmm. Dumfries, who is running like crazy down that right. He'll be able to stop those overlaps that City love to do. Yeah, or deal with it. Not stop true, it, but true. deal with it. So I, I do think they kind of fit uh, City kind of well, to be honest. Yeah, but I mean, the quality is so fucking different. Like, yeah, but st- even though that is true, like City have De Bruyne, they have Holland, they have Bernardo Silva, they have Rodri, they have ridiculous quality, they have Gundogan. All of those players are better than any player that Inter has. But Inter also do have world-class players not world class, but really, really good players in pretty much every position. Now, if this was yeah. Milan they were facing, bro, Man City would fuck up AC Milan so bad. Because AC Milan don't have that experience. They don't have the quality in every position. They are very, like, they are kind of slow going forward. That would be a terrible fit. And uh, City would, they would not let them breathe. They would fuck them up. Like, that's the thing. Because I know it didn't work against Real Madrid. The uh, the getting out of the press. Um, and they have, and Real Madrid are players like Modric, Cruz, you know, amazing midfielders that you would think could break a press. It didn't work against Real Madrid in that, or against uh, City in that second leg. But that was because City were at that incredible level. If they play at that not level, not only that they were they were playing on Etihad and Madrid yeah, exactly. was was not great. Exactly, too. exactly. I mean, Modric, I mean, you're telling me Modric was good. He barely did no, no. any, like he barely did do any good pass. Like, no, I know, but I think a lot of passes. that, a lot of that was because of City were playing some ridiculous fucking pressing football. Now, yeah, oh no, no, they were playing, like I think that was one of the best halves that I ever saw in football and sadly I have to say it and my team was the one who's suffering yeah like yeah, they bro. were so fucking dominant they were so amazing it's ridiculous and of course if they play like that in the final which fingers crossed I don't think they will because as you said it's not that they had they had they won't have that same uh, pressure they, they will, will have scared this is they will be scared this exactly. is the final they will be more scared they won't be able to play that freely so, yeah, and also, Inter have 
great midfielders when it comes to breaking a press. Nicola Barella yeah. is incredible at, in that field. They have uh, Chalonoglu. They have Mikitarian. These are ball-skilled yeah. players. Uh, Look, um, uh, the thing is, press. yeah, yeah, it's, uh, we all see it's... Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting match. I think it's going to be a uh, very... thing is, I think at the beginning, it's going to be Manchester City trying to test Inter. Yeah. You know, and then they're going to put a lot of pressure, mm. careful pressure, not like Real Madrid pressure, careful pressure. And then I think, depending on if Inter survives this time or not, if they survive it, I think they might have a legitimate chance. If they don't, I think it's over. Yeah, because the thing about Inter is they already won. You know, Inter they did not dream to get to the final, and now they are in the final, which is alone it's amazing considering the shit season they had. Yeah. So I think it's not an issue. I think for them they're gonna play with less uh, pressure, stress of losing yeah. uh, in comparison to Manchester City. So I think that's a good point in their position. But at the same time, I think City is going to play much more harshly because they have to in it in their high in their head. It's like it's our time; we have to. And I think they will. At least that is my opinion. Although I have a feeling they won't. But I mean, I think. I think they will. Yeah. And I think it's going to be not that hard of a match for them, if I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Well, we'll see. That's pretty much what we have to say, I think, about this upcoming final. Yeah. City going as huge favorites. I think Inter are underrated. I think they have a yeah. chance, but of course, City are the big favorites with the players they have, with the coach they have, all of that. So, it's going to be interesting. I will be fucking rooting for Inter to save our legacy as United fans. I'll be... I'll be uh, we couldn't do it, unfortunately. Now it's up to Inter, which I'm pissed off about. Yeah. But yeah, I do think there's a chance. We'll see what happens on Saturday, and we'll be back, you know, with an yeah. episode after that, of course. But uh, do you have anything more you want to add about the final? Or honestly, no. I think I'm gonna watch it with an open mind. It's been a while. Like I think, yeah. I mean, last year I was stressed because it was Real Madrid, but the year before I did not give a shit. Yeah. Um, who was it the year before? I think it was Manchester City and Chelsea, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was Man City, Chelsea, and the year before that, it was yeah. PSG, uh, Bayern. PSG and Bayern mentioned. Yeah, it was. Fans. I, yeah, <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> yeah, the good old COVID days. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to give a score prediction before we move on? <laughs> I think three-one Manchester City. I was, I was thinking three one two. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say two nil to City if I had to make a prediction. Two nil. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's move on because we have some fucking crazy transfer stuff to get into. And when I say crazy, I really mean it. Um, let's start with. Oh yeah. Let's let's start with the the big boy, Lionel Messi. He's not going back to Barcelona as I thought. He's not going to Al Hilal. He is going to what I first thought was the least likely option. He is headed yeah. to Inter fucking Miami. Which is stupid. You think it's stupid? Yeah. I kind of see where he's coming from. I kind of see why he did go there. 
I think it's stupid because the MLS is just bad, dude. I mean, Saudi League is much better. There is yeah. much more hyped people watching the matches there. There is much more eyes there, especially now. Benzema is there, Kante is there, Ronaldo's there. Him going there would have been amazing for him. But I think it's his wife, at least what from what I understood, that his kids did not assimilate well in Paris. Mm. So he wants to go uh, to a place where his kids can assimilate since uh, Miami, if you do not know, actually is more dominantly uh, Spanish-speaking country. Yeah. So, um, or not country, a state. State, yeah. But they speak Spanish there a lot, so I think that's why he, why he went there. You know, so yeah, probably. his kids... Yeah, so because of his family, and I think in his interview he mentioned the same, although he did not specify that, but I think it's because his family and his kids will feel more at home in Miami than in Saudi Arabia, which is something respectable. Yeah, because that's like, also I am disappointed about, like this is where I wanted him to go the least, like football-wise, a return to Barcelona would have been incredible, and obviously a move to Al-Hilal, as you mentioned, would have been cool, considering Ronaldo's yeah. there, Benzema, Kante, like that league is starting to heat up, and having Messi there would have yeah. been cool as hell, but yeah. um, also, on the other hand, he's done everything, like, he has no... He won everything. Yeah, there's no need for him, he doesn't have to do anything more, and so I have to respect it, man, going to Inter-Miami, f- finishing his career, um, you know, following his family's yeah. wishes, you know, it, you got to respect The thing it. is, true, but the thing is, is he actually preparing to play for the next World Cup? Because if he is preparing or he's planning to, this is the worst league to go to. Yeah, honestly, I don't think he is. I, th- I think he's kind of, he's won the World Cup. I think he's kind of ready to, ready to uh, settle down, kind of, with his career. Maybe. I think he should, honestly. I mean, he won everything. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I, obviously, I'm seeing a lot of uh, a lot of people on uh, Twitter and mostly Twitter, but also Instagram and everything. Uh, sh- kind of shitting on him because he's not going back well, to Barca they, and he's not in Europe. They, and da, da, da. They, they are not shitting on him. They are shitting on Barca fans. Because Barca fans and yeah, that too. Porta yeah. and Gerard Romero kept, like, for the past months just saying Messi, 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 you know. Yeah. And even then, they had, like, I mean, come on, shut up. And I think that's what made people angry. It's that people are just getting, just like, fucking destroying them. And, you know, like, they, they, ha- they are ruthless. So, uh, and Messi, I think maybe I saw a few, te- a few memes about Messi, but most of the memes about Barca fans. Yeah, I saw um, a lot of memes because about they kept saying too. he's coming back. We will win, win the Champions League with him. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I thought he was kind of going back too. Uh, I thought they were gonna find a way to bring him back, but also, as Messi said himself, he didn't want to find himself in the same position as two years ago. Um, and also, I think he knows, and I said this as well. A Messi return would not be good for Barcelona, and he, I think well, Messi knows that himself. He loves Barcelona. He don't. He doesn't want to fuck them true, up. True, true. But but the thing is, that was not the reason though. He used the reason he used was they did not give me any clear uh, indication that there is an actual contract ready. 
yeah, they that, are doing yeah, to him what well. they did to him last year. And he was like, oh, so if I miss Hilal and if I miss uh, Miami, you know, because Saudi Arabia was like, hey, we are not going to stay open for you. You have to give us uh, use to say so was into Miami because they were scared of uh, Barca actually taking him. And he was like, okay, you're going to do to me what you did to me last year. And then I'm going to end up with no club. And then what I'm going to fucking do, you know? So I yeah. think he made this, this decision based on what happened with him last year. Um, because Barca, that's the lie. Barca did not have any contract ready for him. They did not have anything actually official. They told him, hey, the Liga approved us. We can sign you for like, I don't know. A million or something. And Messi supposedly was okay with the amount, but they told him we have to sell four other players that are already here. Yeah. You know, so they he had to wait for yeah. Barca to sell all these players and then sign him. I mean, come on. Yeah, there, there was just less stability in that move. Like yeah, Al Hilal and Inter Miami, they had their proposals like ready, too loaded as yeah. proposals. So. Yeah, you I mean, understand. Leilan one is one point five billion. <laughs> Bro, it's so fucking crazy. I respect him for turning down the money. To be honest, I kind of do. Obviously, his contract well, with Miami is, is also very good, but yeah. that is wild. Contract with Miami, dude. Although it's not in numbers, as in this amount of millions, but he's getting percentages from Apple, percentages from the league, percentages from the team sales. Yeah. Percentages. He's getting all his t-shirt sales, I think, and all of the pictures like he's gonna get probably more than Al Hilal. Yeah, he, like, he's gonna. Like people always are what they call tricked that there is no actual numbers. Oh, he's getting just five percent or ten percent from Apple. Or like, oh, are you fucking stupid? That's like a loan two hundred million or something. Yeah. Like what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> you know, and then he still have his pictures, his jersey, his uh, uh, what else? Uh, think some of the, the t- television podcast rights to and he has a share of the team if he wishes to <laughs> just like mm. dude yeah it's ridiculous like but he's probably getting north of a billion there too as well yeah. he was like billion billion and a half billion i like you know it's like someone said oh billion billion and a half but with a billion i'm actually living in a comfortable place with comfortable comfortable temperature with people who I speak the same language or go to a country where I don't speak the language it's a different religion it's different set of uh, rules it's yeah my kids uh, probably are not gonna feel like home it's gonna be hot most of the summer it's you know it's come on you would do the same I would have done the same everyone would have done the same yeah absolutely very well I think, said I think sports I think sport wise Hilal was a better move than Inter Miami Definitely. Sports-wise, this is the worst move. Sports-wise. Because the MLS is... Sports-wise, this is, yeah, worst move. Uh, I think even financial-wise, it was less than a move or lower move than Hilal. A little bit. Maybe a huge bit for us. Poor scum. For him, it's not that different, you know? Like like I said, billion, billion and a half or something. So, still a lot of money. It's just, I mean, billions. <laughs> But, um, Let's put it this way: like his kids don't need to work. <laughs> I don't think his even no, his kids kids need to work. The, bro, his um, kids kids do not need to work. They they yeah, are they are. By the out. way, 
this is some good news for you to know uh, the average of uh, inheritance of wealth inheritance is actually three generation hmm. the one first generation builds it the second generation sustains it third generation burn it out yeah throughout history yep. so i mean most probably his kids kids gonna burn through it yeah, and if you're probably. born into billionaires you will have no sense of what money is no um but let's get back to our subject but yeah it's it's i can see what his move was more of a familial thing than sports thing or money thing obviously because sports and money both hilal trumps it so it's definitely a familial thing his wife was like hey i cannot go there so the arabia where you know uh, i have to wear hijab or something although she doesn't but you know yeah. <laughs> there's still that fear yeah like there, it's just more unknown to be honest like it's yeah. very different it's a very different culture culturally uh compared to Com- like miami completely different completely yeah. different so it uh, it's understandable um but yeah it's gonna be like it's kind of sinking in like it's gonna be so fucking weird bro like we're not gonna see him anymore at least, at least we were seeing him in the champions league yeah man it's so weird both ronaldo and messi are not in europe anymore it's over man that's it's, time it's over it's imagine so imagine weird. growing up yeah Imagine growing up seeing Ronaldo the Brazilian, the Phenomena, Zidane playing, Roberto Carlos, and then now looking and none of them exist anymore. And basically most of them left after 2006. So yeah. I got this shock early in my life yeah. watching football. Yeah. Yeah, it's, Although it's I do have to admit, I was not as much of a fan of football at their time as I am now. Like I am now almost watching every match, you know. Back then, I was barely watching anything. Like, I was mm. watching Madrid and World Cup. And uh, sometimes I would watch the Champions League because I was very young and I was not allowed to stay late to watch the Champions League. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I would wake up to the news who won and who lost. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So, yeah. Uh, it's it's the end of an era for sure. Like It's, it's the end of an era. It's crazy. I still remember the... I still remember the first Classico Messi played. Mm. I watched it like, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Why he keeps scoring at us? <laughs> <laughs> I swear to fucking God, he scored the hat-trick that match. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Well, yeah, and I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Why does he keep scoring? Just fucking watch him. I was yelling top of my fucking lungs. Yeah. Man. Damn. And now both of them are pretty much gone crazy. Also, also Slatan retiring. Slatan, yeah, that retired with a great line too. (laughs) Yeah. The other fans booed him, and he was like, "Shut up!" Uh, (laughs) No, he said, "Boo me! Uh, I am the best thing you saw this year." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or I am. That's yeah. Crazy. To be honest, Slatan retiring is kind of uh, it. Kind of felt like he was retired already because he hasn't really played that much this year. Exactly. Yeah, it did not feel that. Too much for me as well because yeah. I mean I, I I haven't watched him play actually a match since Manchester United. Mm. Like that was the last thing at the time I yeah. saw him. Play I watched him a few times like last season and he like when he played like he looked great like every time he, but the thing is like his body's not holding up anymore and it's Dude, very he's understandable. In his 40s. He's in, he's his, in his fucking forties, bro. So. Yeah. 
Yeah, but when he when he did play, he still had the uh, the the quality for sure. But it's obviously the body is not He's gonna work after forty yeah. playing professional yeah. football. That's pretty much impossible. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, but yeah, incredible career there as well. And uh, moving on, we obviously also had we also have Benzema. We talked about Itihad. it last episode. Yeah. He's joining El Etihad. Um, well, we knew. I think we covered it, but yeah, it, it was not uh, confirmed or official yet. Yeah. Now it's official. He's coming there. I think it's a good plan. I think he's getting like two hundred million or something. I mean, he got everything too. He won the Champions League five times. He won the uh, Spanish League four times. Uh, he won the Spanish Cup four times too. He won twenty five. Fucking. Uh, yeah, twenty five. Yeah, 25. Yeah. I mean, he did everything. He did everything. It's so. clear, yeah, it's clear that he had an issue this year with him not playing in the World Cup, the last World Cup he would play, and it impacted him this season, and by the end he was not there anymore. And I think he recognized that as well, which is why I am happy about it, that he recognized he cannot play on top level anymore, and he was like, hey, I'm done. Yeah, you know, and also go cash in a shake and just retire. Yeah, I respect it, and also like uh, he seems very at home in uh, Saudi Arabia as well. Obviously, he said it himself as a Muslim going to living in a Muslim country. uh, He seems like he's gonna enjoy that. So, and the thing is, he was always under heavy criticism. He was always under stress pressure in Europe. Because of Farabuena and because yeah. France and yeah. because Real Madrid, so I think he deserves some genuine. Just <laughs> relax, cash yeah. in some money and relax. Yeah. You know? he looked very happy in those pictures as well. The announcement. Yeah, pictures. I mean, I mean, Ronaldo is the same. Uh, after he moved to, I mean, Ronaldo is different than Benzema. Ronaldo' best performances was always under stress. Yeah, uh, but I think. After very long time, like Ronaldo, most of his career was he's under stress, you know. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. of his fucking career. Yeah, like playing against Messi, dude. It's, uh, to be able to play against Messi for fifteen years and not only that, win five Ballon d'Ors, dude. I mean, fuck, you know. Like I think Messi is the same too. I think Messi too in himself. He he just done with the comparison with Cristiano. You know, and I think that might be another part why he went there. It's like I'm done. Like every match he plays, oh Cristiano, yeah. every goal he scores. And the same with Cristiano, by the way. Uh, I mean, we are not done. But the thing is, we keep forgetting that these players are humans. Yeah. And like, imagine you doing your best in a job and being one of the best in your job. You know, like it doesn't matter what you do. Just imagine this, you're the best at whatever you fucking do, wheeling, driving, whatever. You're, like, not the best, but one of the best. But every time you perform, everyone compares you to that other person who was better at this match or was better at that match or scored more or did more or was quicker, you know? Yeah. Just after a while, you're done. Absolutely. You're done. And as, and as long as he's in Europe or Cristiano's in Europe, they were always going to compare them to each other because it's their rivalry. And I think it's part of why he went to Inter Miami too. It just he's done. 
Yeah, he's I mean, done. Like every done. every Champions League game, it was oh, can he catch Ronaldo's Champions League goal? Right yeah, there? Oh, yeah, 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 exactly, so, yeah. exactly. And I think we can all agree, all of these players um, that have retired, go to Arabia, go to U- USA, all of them deserve done. it. They're done. They have done Dude, incredible they, things yeah. to football, so they all deserve <laughs> to settle down to whatever the fuck they want. Forget, forget Madrid and SC. Okay, forget the crazy team from Madrid, Cristiano, Benzema, Modric, Cross, and all of these players. Yeah. Forget Messi. Yeah. How many other players in history ever fucking won more than four Champions League? Like Zlatan, we were just talking about him. It's not that many, man. No, Zlatan, we were just talking about him. You know, Zlatan, 40 years, never won it. No. One of my favorite players, the one I consider the best in history, the phenomena. I consider him the best in history. Like, listen to this. I consider him the best player in history. Never fucking won the Champions League. Zidane, yeah. by many, is considered the best midfield in history. And they are not wrong. How many he won it? Two times. Uh, two? Yeah, two, I think. Two times, yeah. One with Madrid and one with Juventus. Yeah, one in 98, 97. Yeah, and one, no, one in 2002. In, yeah. Uh, yeah, two times. You know, it's it's. I mean, Messi four times. Although one of them he was sixteen, but still four times. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's true. Like two thousand six, he was sixteen, I think, or seventeen. He he played one match during the whole tournament. Yeah. So, but still, he won four times. Cristiano won it five times. Benzema won it five times. Modric won it five times. Cross won it five times. Like, do you not fucking understand how how much is that? Like, thing is, this generation grew up watching Messi winning it a lot of times, Cristiano winning it a lot of times, yeah. you know, Madrid winning it a lot of times, and they think everyone wins it a lot of times. Dude, yeah. look at look at Manchester City. None of them won the Champions League, and they are one of the best players who are playing right now. They are the best team right yeah. now. Yeah. And none of these players won it. Not a single one. No. Manchester United, how many players won it? Zero. Zilch. None of them won it. The Around. one playing right now in Manchester United. Casemiro. Oh. Or, or Varane Casemiro. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, those wanted to be Real Madrid. Guys. <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> yeah, sorry, my mistake. I forgot. But yeah, I mean, yeah. true. I mean, other than uh, Liverpool. They won it, and yeah. Chelsea players who won it once, yeah. and Liverpool won it once. Like yeah. that's how the natural pre- like two, three, three is considered insane. Three is you insane, know? yeah. And you're talking about yeah, three is fucking insane. Especially you're when you play a key part. Won- Especially when you actually exactly, no, you you are the star, like yeah. Messi. Like yeah. in every one he won, Messi was the fucking star. There is no denying that. Same with Cristiano. Just let them go, dude. And I know a lot of people are angry. But like, I was angry at the beginning of it too, but I think he's done. I think he's done with comparisons, dude. I mean, no matter what he will do, he will always be compared to Cristiano, whether you like it or not. Yeah. You know, even in favorable ways, he was always going to be compared to Cristiano. He's done. Same yeah. with Cristiano. They're done. Although I think Cristiano still wants to dreams to play in the Champions League again. But he's done too. Like, he's not gonna do or try much. I mean, after the second half of last season, he seems much more stress-free, much more happy. 
Then he was at Manchester. Then he was at uh, Juventus before. There is no stress. He's having fun. Definitely. He's making bank and having fun. Yeah, and that's what these players deserve. So it's great to see. Kante as well joining Al Etihad with uh, Benzema. That's cool as well. Yeah, that's He's not been playing a lot uh, these past few years. He got injured, but I mean, he won it all too. Yeah, he he, he has won won everything as well. He's won the Premier League. He was won everything. He's won. He's won the Premier League twice. Yeah, World World Cup as well. World Cup. He he has done it all. So he also deserves to just go there and make make some good money. He's he's one of he's he's the nicest player ever. Yeah, he he everyone loves him. So he deserves it. He deserves yeah. it. Um, so yeah, a shout out to all these legends for their amazing careers. Let's move on to to finish the episode with another one who, uh, going from the old generation to the new one, Jude Bellingham. Uh, the move is official, man. To Real Madrid, yeah. it's done. To Real Madrid, it's completed. How do you feel, man? Nineteen year old. Yeah. Damn, he's I think nineteen. That's ridiculous. Yeah, he's fucking younger I, than me. God damn it. Yeah, that's um, that's not a joke. Yeah, well, yeah, well. The thing is, he, his family invested in him to become a football player. So, yeah, my family didn't invest in me to become a football player. Fuck. Yeah, neither did I. So. <laughs> Dude, I wasn't allowed to play football. So, uh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. Look, the thing is, he's a great player. He's great number six. He's played number nine and eight, sorry. And he's great number 10. I think I heard uh, something about his number. His number is 22. And it's because he's great at number six and great at number eight, I think. And what else? I think he's great at number 10. So they just calculated the numbers. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well, he is a really good player. He is like, he has the potential to become like a complete midfielder like he has yes every tool whether it's defensively attacking um you know physically he's he has the potential to become a perfect midfielder in yeah that, i think in the in that midfield for real madrid i think yeah it's, i agree i yeah. i agree he's he's amazing at everything he does uh i really hope that it does not become another hazard, honestly, because he has so much great quality, and yeah. I hope, uh, like, it, I think it's a great signing. Yeah, the question is just, can he keep that level up? Because obviously we've seen him in the Bundesliga do some ridiculous things the past two years. Can yeah. he do that in La Liga as well? If he does, damn, then then I you think... then then it's ridiculous. I think. It all depends on. Um, I think yeah, it all depends on um, if Modric stays or not. I, I think, in my opinion, Modric has to stay. And the reason for that, I want Modric to be able to raise him, basically, yeah. because he's still nineteen. Yeah. Like, he's great, but he's still nineteen. Yeah. So I want him for at least one year to grow up under Modric's supervision. Yes. You know? And I think if that happens, I think it will be a great uh, learning experience for him because Madrid is too old. He's not going to be able to play as much as he did this season. And even then, his season, this season, he was shit. Mm. Like, yeah, he did great matches, but he was shit. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not taking, like, I'm not talking shit about him. 
it's just a matter of fact he was not that great this season yeah and so yeah you know i we will see but we'll see i th- i think i do agree i think uh, having midfielders like Kroos and Modric will help him a lot to be honest yeah to develop that will be great for him i think he comes in to you know stepping into Real Madrid is always going to be stressful when you're both for that much but uh, I do think yeah. he has like kind of the perfect foundation to build in that midfield obviously he's got young players around him that he can uh, you know uh, learn how they play and kind of grow into that and then you got the older guys that he can learn a lot from um, so I think he it's it's a perfect place for him to go to be honest looking at it it's a great place for yeah. him to go um, and uh, I think it's going to be a fantastic signing, to be honest. I don't really see it not working, but you never know. Players come from the Bundesliga, sometimes they don't really look as good, especially in their first season, but I'm sure that he has the talents to be amazing for you guys. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think I think the talent is there. Um, for sure. And I hope he does very well. Uh I just want Modric to stay because I don't want him to live under the stress from the beginning. In the end, he's still fucking nineteen year old, which is crazy. So, yeah. So I yeah, I did not believe it too. Like he was starting in the championship in England at sixteen. What the yeah. fuck? That is ridiculous, man. He's he's a he's a fucking star. He is a mega talent, already a star, yeah. yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. That is pretty much um, everything. Yeah. Covered Messi. We have the yeah. Champions League final tomorrow when you're watching this or listening to this, probably. Yeah. Um, um, which is going to be cool, probably. Uh, I'm not really looking forward to it because I think City will win, but. Uh, Still, it's the Champions League final. It's always hype. Um, yeah. And yeah, we'll see what happens on the transfer market as well in the coming days. You never know. Like, obviously, yesterday was the craziest fucking day ever uh, yeah. with everything. We texted each other and you said no because we were thinking about recording a little bit earlier. But uh, yeah, I was like, no, you were like, let's, uh, there no, aren't that many news. Before yesterday. Yeah, before yesterday. Like, because the thing is, there were a lot of news starting to boil up, especially about Messi. Yeah. So I was like, maybe we should not record now. Yeah. Which was um, a very good this, call from you, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so thankfully, yeah. now we know. Now we know. Yes, I hope you guys yeah. enjoyed. Yes, we have covered everything. So we'll be back after the Champions League final, probably talking about uh, a certain team that's won the treble. Um, most likely Um, but we'll see what happens Um, thank you all for listening and uh, yeah bye everyone bye